this urgently, May 19, mm. going to the situation you see in the country. And uh, it is absolutely true that this nation needs to repent because you can see there is no rain, that uh, the heavens are closed in this land. And it is also true that this nation knows whom they need to go before, that we may speak to the Lord, whom the Lord has given authority to command heaven to open. And this has happened in their eyes, in the eyes of the earth. Happened in Lima, Peru, just the other day. Happened also in Lagos, Nigeria. And also in Kisi, Kenya. In Eldama Ravine. In Joro. In Kakamega. I think that is enough repeatability to affirm on whom the Lord has bestowed the authority to decree and to speak to the clouds, the rain cloud, and they attempt duty to the word. But it's also true that the nation needs to repent on May 19, and that is going to be a very, very important day for this country. And it is absolutely true that all the leaders, all the people, everybody should assemble one man and observe the sacred holy assembly of the Lord, that uh, they may cry out to the Lord, on the big blasphemy and blackmail that was done just a few weeks ago here, when uh, the Kenyan media decided to take it themselves to blackmail the Lord, and they thought they were touching on man, they thought they, thought they were blackmailing man and, uh, and ridiculing man, mockery, slander, character assassination, photoshopping pictures and videos and what. But it's also absolutely true, it is completely true, that this nation is aware that the prophet of the Lord, the mightiest prophet of the Lord, the Lord has brought to this land, that uh, this land is hosting, has brought benefits to this land. Lots of thousands of people are walking. There's what? No help from any medical facility. Lots of thousands now Probably 1,000 something blind eyes are seeing, born totally blind people that are in total darkness. They can see Cynthia Wanjiku, many others, uh, Inyeri, uh, Shani, you know, all these people. We know all of them. They are walking this land. And it's absolutely true that uh, thousands of now can hear, some of them have become teachers. It's now in normal schools, some in normal schools, so it's doing normal life. And these are big things. HIV AIDS has been healed only in this country, not even in Israel, only in this country. It is absolutely true that uh, if this nation will gather as one man in a sacred assembly and observe a holy assembly unto the Lord and fast on that day, you know, and appear before Jehovah Elohim, the God of Israel, the mighty God of heaven, then it is true that at that point in time, the Lord will speak to his servant and cause his servant to stand before the mighty council of heaven, the council that gives you life on a daily basis, gives breath every living human being that wakes up in the morning, the creator of all the universe and all men. He created all people, all persons, all children, all authorities, all leaders, all, all thrones.
thrones and powers and kingdoms and kings. And then he would stand. The Lord would cause him to stand before heaven and before Jehovah Yahweh, his friend. And command that now heaven be opened. The heaven be opened over the land and the rain come. And uh, it is true that this nation needs to repent. And that that repentance is going to be a very major opening that whenever such a council, such a uh, uh, warning comes from the Lord as we've read from the book of Jeremiah 18 again and again, verse 7 on, that whenever the Lord does instruct that there is wickedness in the land, there is evil in the land, there is sexual immorality, homosexuality, abortions are in the land, prostitution is in the land, bloodshed is in the land, there are daily murders from uh, situations of babies being aborted and all this, you know, and robberies. Now, all these things demand repentance. There is corruption, lies, everything, slander, malice, wickedness is in the land. He that speaks to you has become also now a victim of your wickedness. But thank God he is standing with the cloud of God. You cannot reach him with your soiling. That's why you cannot stick. However, we cannot be blind to the fact that there is tremendous increase of wickedness as promised in the Bible that is right now happening in this land that the Lord so happened to have chosen to launch forth this latter glory, this most coveted glory, the glory that is not even your right as a nation. And so May 19th is going to be very important, and it is true it's going to be an opening on that day then. It's going to open big door for this country. It paid it. You people, the nation of Kenya will repent. Then the Lord will do many things. Even the most promised healing service. The Lord has promised a deeper and fresher healing anointing. I've seen it. And he has spoken about it repeatedly, even in the recent past, even this week. Only that I've not shared with you because of the current situation of the judgment of the Lord that is reigning on the land. You hear locusts are broken out according to the words of my son in Western Kakamega, Butere, and the locusts are stinky. They say they have a smell. And when the cows eat what they have eaten, the cows are dying. You know, these are acts that everybody can tell are the judgment of the Lord coming into the land, has entered the land. The drought, the starvation. I have seen the worst end, the worst form of this. But it's also true that the Lord is very just and faithful. The heavens and bring rain and bring remission to his people. Promising service, much promising service, the greater healing anointing, the most historic healing anointing that has never visited the earth, that the Lord showed me at his throne room. And the glory of the Lord came like a mist and flowed over me like this, in front of God the Father. And he said, this is the tremendous fresh healing anointing, the fresh anointing when he took the leaves of the tree of life and placed in my hands and they blossomed into a tremendous, wonderful garden, a beautiful garden. And he said, these are for the healing of the nation as you prepare the way, the glorious coming of the Messiah. So it is absolutely true that that promise of the healing service is on and awaiting when Kenya will return. 
when Kenya will repent, when Kenya will be able to humble before the Lord as one man in a sacred assembly, a holy assembly, and ask the Lord for forgiveness. It is true also that whenever you read the Bible, you see that as far as his mightiest prophets are concerned, even he that speaks with you, if you look at the first coming, you will find there is a red line you cannot cross. But I'm saying that the promise of the massive healing anointing, the massive healing service never seen before, that the land, and before the nation, because many, many nations were also preparing their sick, that you may not have only the 84 stadiums and public squares in Kenya, take of that massive healing service that I went from Nairobi here, but they knew that when the Lord does make that command, it has no special limitation. So many nations were also waiting that when the Lord does command the cripples to rise up and walk, the blind to see, the deaf to hear, that many nations would gather too with their sick and protect the benefit from this visitation currently ongoing on the earth. So that's why it's very important times to understand the responsibility given a nation when the Lord gives you the responsibility to carry this revival and the cloud of God come and descend into the land on the servant of the Lord in that land and that's what the one hosting these two prophets of eternity that is very powerful to understand that it's a big responsibility because a little glitch, a little mistake or error does affect also the other nations. Indeed, also absolutely true that heaven is crying for God's lost people, God's chosen people, the lost sheep of Jacob. And yes, it is true, I was sent to the lost sheep of Jacob, the lost sheep of Israel. And even this past night, you could see a lot of pressure from Israel I could see people from Israel calling, please come to us. Please come to Israel. Bring the message to Israel. Come restore us also. There's a big conversation behind the scenes, some of which I don't share, like this past night. Well, now, again, the Lord showed me a lot of people in Israel, they have recognized that the Lord is visiting. The God of Israel is visiting. And they are saying, please come to us. Please come to Israel. Please come restore us also. Please come rebuke our sin also. So it's always important to understand that when this happens, then it means the rapture of the church is also near. Because the Bible is very clear on the prophetic timeline of Jehovah, on the redemptive mission of the Gentile nation, the Gentile church, and also on the agenda for the national revival of Israel. And that comes when the Lord has finished with the Gentile mission, as you read from the book of Romans chapter 11. And so, I know that for now, the Lord is going to keep these two prophets in Kenya here, but the conversation on their mission beyond the Gentile church is always continuing. That's why every privilege, every moment, every meeting must be taken as gracia, as added grace, as extra time, extra blessing that the Lord is laying before the Gentile nation. Extra opportunity for repentance and for being holy, for receiving Jesus, for being born again, for being righteous, 
for ensuring that you understand that for without holiness, nobody will see the Lord. For making sure every endeavor, every part of your lifestyle adheres to the holiness requirement of the Lord. So that is going to be absolutely very critical and very important. Again, like I say, even tonight, the Lord could show me a lot of Israelis saying, please come, please come. We, we have seen that the Lord is visiting the nation. Please come to us also. Come restore us also. But I know that for now, the Lord is going to launch his mission to all nations from Kenya. So Kenya is being given this wonderful privilege and opportunity to be able to host this revival. But the Lord is asking that you may host it responsibly. With responsibility. Understanding that whatever you do here has repercussion and consequence to the revival, the global revival of the entire nation. And yet we know that the time is over. I prophesied the glorious chairs of heaven. And in that prophecy of January 15th, 2017, I saw the church climbing up the stairs of God, going into eternity. And you see the Lord on March 11th, 2018, lowered those stairs in the sky, and most of you are able to record them on your cell phones and cameras and share on social media and globally. So surely the coming of the Messiah is near. There's no question about that. But it's important that now the Christians work on the quality of the Christian salvation. They make repentance the benchmark of their heart. They make righteousness the standard of their living. And they make holiness the strive, the strive and endeavor of their salvation. Because the Bible says in Hebrews 12, 14, at the end of it it says, For without holiness, nobody will see the Lord. So it is true there is a promised visitation coming to Kenya, but it strictly depends on whether all people, literally everybody, will assemble on May 19th, May 19th at Central Park in Nairobi and observe the sacred assembly before the Lord and repent before the Lord, repent of all sin in the land, including the blackmail that the media attempted on these two prophets of Yahweh. It is also true that when the Lord sent these two prophets, it is now that the privilege and the advantage has been given you, the church, of this hour, of this generation, to see that they are two, to see that they are evangelic, uh, the character, to see that they don't come in the normal form. And the voice of the Lord in the dream said, in the days past, before the Messiah came, he did not reveal that there were two, that only now, to this generation and church, he has now opened up and revealed that they are two. But it was the same before the Messiah came. So these are advantages you have. They have only done good. They have only preached holiness. They have only rebuked sin. They have only rebuked wickedness. They have only preached righteousness and holiness. And they have only announced the coming of the Messiah. They have only raised your cripples that were on the dark, soiling themselves. They are abandoned and forgotten. They have only opened the blind eyes of your beloved ones and loved ones. They have only opened the deaf ears. So they have come to accomplish the mission of the Messiah, to prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah. And so if you will take responsibility, act responsibly in hosting them as Kenya, then the promised greater revival, the most historic healing service that was spoken by the Lord in this land through these two prophets, will materialize, will come to realize, come to fruition. 
that appointed time of visitation will come and how awesome to see those visitations before the Messiah come. And so let all Christians globally shun sin and live responsibly and avoid this porousness, the modernism that you see has compromised your holiness. God is not trying to humiliate you as a Christian. You can live your life comfortable, but stay away from sin. Every single human being has capacity to detect sin and shun sin. The Lord is, say, is, not, is saying that he is not coming to you to downgrade you or downgrade you. I know the fear the present-day church has is that, look, I'm so much used to my friends, I'm so much used to my job, I'm so much used to my things, I'm so much used to my dressing, I'm so much used to my what. But the Lord is saying that you have capacity to detect what is sin, what is unholy, and owing to what is at stake now, owing to the hour, owing to the fact that the Messiah is coming and the clock has ticked, time has changed, time has passed, then he expects that the prioritization, you ought to prioritize on righteousness and the eternity that you'll have with God in heaven. The eternity in the glorious, the eternity of everlasting life, not everlasting judgment, eternal judgment in hell. The Lord expects you to be rational enough to make those decisions between hell and heaven now and choose heaven. I have occasionally read from Ecclesiastes 3.11 where I've said, the Lord was so generous that he put in each one of every single person the capacity to detect eternity, the benefits of eternity in heaven, not in hell, in heaven, and choose heaven with God and choose God in holiness and choose righteousness and begin to work on your future with the Lord. Life on the earth here is only maximum less than 90 years. Normally after 90, your QOL, what we know as QOL, quality of life, goes down the tomb. You are now accumulate all those uh, funny things in your body, diseases and all this, you know, and then the quality of life at 90 is down. So maximum you can live is probably 90 for those countries that are so-called first world. But eternity of everlasting life in the kingdom of heaven, in the new Jerusalem that I've seen, in heaven where the Lord normally brings me, where I pick instruction from, eternity in heaven is tremendous. It's eternity. It's everlasting. It goes beyond 90 years. After one trillion years are over, eternity has not yet begun in heaven. So it is really profitable and advantageous and rational to make a decision, a rational decision, that I'll choose righteousness and holiness. So this generation is sitting at an advantage because they can weigh the disadvantages of going to hell and shun sin. And with that capacity as placed in each of your souls to detect everlasting light and choose it, then you can choose eternity in heaven with God. You can be born again in Christ Jesus, receive Jesus, shun everything that is evil, and good enough here, sent us the Holy Spirit to awaken you, to kindle your hearts on anything that is evil and shun it, and everything that is holy and choose it and empower you. So may the Lord bless you again. May your wisdom, Kenya, not fail you as you prepare for the grand, grand, grand healing service. But that healing service is incumbent is strictly based 
The Lord has pegged it now on the mega repentance that is coming May 19th. You will either have it or not. You will either have that healing service or not. Because the Lord is no man that you can blackmail him or trick him or twist him. Twist his arm. He has now spoken and said, May 19th is very critical to open a new chapter for this nation that they may find remission if they will repent, then the Lord will speak with me. He'll ask me, he'll tell me exactly what to do. And then after that, of course, comes the greater visitation and revival. So may the Lord help you to choose him. May the Lord bless you, Kenya, to be responsible in hosting this coveted revival. Again, like I've said, there's so much pressure. Even the people in Israel, they say, please come to us, come to us. I see them. Even this night, I was think, come to us, come prepare us also, come rebuke our sin also. Come talk to us about Jehovah. We see that God is visiting the nation, visiting Kenya right now. Even us want a visitation. But every nation is longing for this. The United States, Europe, Australia, Asia, China. Everyone is longing for this Kenya. Therefore, rise up. Rise up, Kenya. Be responsible. And repent. That the revival may continue. May the Lord bless you. Thank you. 